0: just this last weekend, just this last weekend, I had the scariest interaction I've had since quarantine. Oh, please so tell. I went, I, I went with a, a couple of friends of mine. We went to this, this, uh, this real divy bar that I love in Portland. It's called the Florida room. And I go up to the front to get a drink. And there's this woman at the front of the line and she's talking to the bartender and she's, he's talking in a, a little baby voice. Oh no. And she is like she is like clearly she's she's one of those people where you're like you're like, "Oh, well, she's either um in her 50s trying to look like a baby or she's young and like has done drugs to the point that she looks very very old." Yeah. So she's she's at the front, she's got her little pigtails and she's like, "Excuse me, do you have a bathroom in this building that I can use. And And the guy's like oh yeah, like clearly the bartender knows who she is. Yeah. And I was like oh man. So she she walks over and I walk back to my friends and I'm like dude you would not believe it what just happened. I'm like telling them this stuff. And not even ten minutes later she comes walking up to our table. We're in the back room. There's no exit. We can't Mm -hmm. escape from her. We're alone. And yeah. she comes up to our table and she goes, and she goes, excuse me, <laughs> um, do you know where, where I can smoke my cigarette? I need to smoke. And we were like, oh, uh, uh, you could like, uh, you can smoke outside in the back or in the front. And she's like, but the door to the back is locked. And I can't go in. I can't. How do I do it? And we we're like, oh, well, you should probably go to the front. And she goes, "Well, what, what am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that, huh? She drops <laughs> the fucking, she drops the voice a million, immediately. Oh, and no. she's fucking mad. And she's like, got a normal woman's voice. And she's like, what do you mean? What do you mean the front? What am I supposed to do with that? And she's like, going off on us. And we're like, oh, uh, like full on shock. Yeah. At this like, character straight out of a racer head just like (laughs) losing her fucking shit and immediately the bartender comes running back like on her heels yeah and it's like no you no 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 out go 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 no 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 you have to move go 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 and like (laughs) shoes her out and we're like what what like what was about to happen like the bartender acted like like we like she just saved our fucking lives she probably thought she came did. back and she's like, "I'm so sorry." Seriously, like that woman was gonna open her mouth and swallow our souls. <laughs> it was so scary. It was so scary. You saw an actual cryptid yes, the the baby lady.
1: Oh my fucking God that's. <laughs>
0: So. The fl- Florida, the, bla- the baby lady of Florida.
1: All right. we we'll, right, we'll send that into Zach Bagans and see if we can get him to investigate to see if she he can sense any demonic activity. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm starting to shake, man. I know.
0: Just don't open yourself up don't to them. Try it, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I, don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Oh. Do it.
1: Stop
0: running! Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come, Come fight me in here. the dark. I wanna provoke the hell out of you.
1: Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The only podcast that keeps Zack Begins up at night terrified of <sighs> what the future may <laughs> hold. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. Wow.
0: I think we're the only living boys that are frightening him.
1: That's right. He's he's not scared of the he's not scared of the afterlife, but there's two fucking shit-eating, shit-sucking fat boys out there.
0: Seriously, like the chances of him ever hearing this are so low. So low, and it's honestly the only th- only like like way I can keep doing this because I. F- I like the moment I imagine he'll that he actually listens to it. I'm scared he's like it's gonna hurt his feelings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, <'cause> um, we,
0: <laughs> we get really petty and mean sometimes, yes, but that's that's the point.
1: So, I mean, okay, so this we're gonna first off say your name.
0: Oh, my name is Eric Hufnagel. Here
1: you go. Here you go, bud. So, I don't know why I just talked to you like a dog. And I'm also tired. I said Joel Kleinberger. So, that is actually a great transition into something I'd like to talk about first. To really yeah. get this going. Because after episode four, The Riddle House, and Zach Bagans... You know, big anti-bullying rant, how he doesn't accept bullies in the land of the living or the dead. I had this I had this worry that he'll never find this podcast funny and he'll just be sad and he'll just hate us, which is kind of subverting my ultimate life plan when, you know on my vision board,
0: <laughs> which is to which is to egg him into a into a battle in the dark.
1: It's going to egg up to a battle in the dark, which then blossoms into a friendship, obviously.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, you've got ulterior motives.
1: Well, yeah, I want to hang out with these boys.
0: Well, first we got to fight him.
1: We do have to fight him first. But the thing is, is like, I feel, you know, you mentioned feeling a little bit guilty going so hard on Zach, and I do feel (laughs) like that. So... Every time I get that sense where I think we're being too mean, I read the Zach Bagan's Bible.
0: Oh. Oh. Holy, holy, holy. Holy. Oh, hit me with some. I
1: don't know who Kelly Krigger is, but the fact that Kelly Krieger didn't talk Zach down from sounding so far up his own ass in the introduction to is his Kelly book. Is Kelly Krigger
0: the, the, the co-writer? Is he the co-author?
1: Yeah. Apparently, Zach just, like, would call this person on the phone and was like, this is what I'm thinking about right now. Spooky, spooky, spooky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's middle of the night. Hey, man, you up? I have some anecdotes.
1: <laughs> I was just communicating with a female <laughs> spirit, and she was about <laughs> to touch my testicles. <laughs>
0: but then I awoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, like anytime I feel bad about making fun of Zach Bagans, I just, li- I just read or hear the things that come out of his brain. And then I am... Rejuvenated in my desire to challenge him to fight. Cause listen to this. This is this is this is like chapter one of his <laughs> <Okay>. fucking autobiography. <laughs> A different state uh-huh. of mind. This is him talking about how mature he's gotten, and this is how I guess this oh. is how Zach uh, pictures maturity. See if this sound this kind of phrasing sounds familiar. When I go out into public now, it seems that all I see is Madonna song material. People living in a material world. They do what society tells them to do. They have regular jobs and party on the weekends. They go to movies at night. They spend money to get good looking. That's the ebb wow. and flow of present day society. Those are the things that normal people do. I'm not normal.
0: Ew! Ew. Zach! Ew!
1: I'm very
0: uncomfortable right you now. You fucking. You fucking. Oh my god. He is so enlightened. <laughs> And honestly, you know that someone is enlightened and above everything when they tell you they are. Yeah. (laughs) I am the light and the way. No one can make it out of material except through me.
1: Yeah, I've obviously never spent money on getting good looking despite the thousands of dollars (laughs) I've spent on hair gel and clothing.
0: I mean, his his whole thing is like look look at my body yeah look look at me dude he's he's all about like appearance looking hot yeah like being fit
1: what really struck uh stood out to me about that is this book was published in 2015 and i guarantee if you got into the time machine of the internet he that's that paragraph is about 70 percent of live journal oh yeah Every yeah. every fucking everybody on Live Journal is just like, I can't believe how conformist everybody <laughs> is.
0: If you just read from from Live Journal in his voice, <laughs> it's just it's basically just his autobiography
1: okay so we're gonna put a, a fucking pin in that next episode we're gonna play the game of is this zach bagan's autobiography or is this a live Ooh. journal post from 2004
0: i fucking love that <laughs> I mean, yes please i want to play that so bad <laughs> Yeah, all right. I love that. I love that. It's a great game. Okay,
1: that is, okay. Tune in next time, my, all of our witches and warlocks out there.
0: Wow, man, this is it.
1: This was a weird one. This was a hard one for me, for a lot of reasons.
0: It, it's almost like too much shit happened. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's rapid fire. It's, it's like non-fucking-stop.
1: Well, and that's the interesting thing, too, is because usually you can tell, you know, I've watched enough Ghost Adventures where you can tell exactly how much evidence they're going to get in an episode by how much faffing around they do at the beginning. This episode has like seven minutes of faffing, and then they're in the fucking lockdown. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It is the least amount of bullshit. That they've ever done on Ghost Adventures. I'm freaked. Out. I've never freaked out like this ever. I don't know if I, I don't know. They are in New Jersey at what they're, they're dubbing a former psychiatric hospital because for some reason they can't say its location and uh, what it was named. Which
0: I guess it makes. Well, I mean, you look at the scenes where they're walking through, and it's been clearly like enjoyed by plenty of teenagers because yeah. there's. There's graffiti on everything.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get into that. And, but,
0: and yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs>
1: um, so, the thing the, the dark f- death. <laughs> the thing that really like immediately bugged me right out the gate. Like within thirty seconds, I was angry at this episode because Zach Bagans <laughs> introduces it by being like New Jersey. Hollywood portrays it as the home <laughs> yeah. of the Sopranos and the Toxic adventure. Toxic
0: Avenger. It's like... And War of the Worlds.
1: But like, okay, Zach. Okay, I have a meta-narrative now that Zach and Nick and Aaron all met in film school and they washed out because they were like, we want to make the next Fight Club. And then the film professor was just like, oh my... <laughs> no. No. Yeah, they're
0: like, no, we're not going to even watch that, so...
1: But, okay. saying Hollywood and the toxic adventure in the same sentence
0: oh oh yeah no that was
1: what a load of shit <laughs> lloyd kaufman is rolling in his grave i saw them uh, slaughter a pig and i filmed it i had my 16 millimeter uh, movie camera with me and uh, bolex a little wind up bolex and i filmed the slaughtering and uh, butchering of a pig uh and uh, and then when i came back to the states I showed it to my family and some friends and I they really got pissed off. And I think that uh, that moment uh, that gave me a big high. Like
0: did they just do like a quick Google search <laughs> and like do image search of like New Jersey and New Jersey cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> cool shit New Jersey. Sopranos tight. All right. Oh, Toxic Avenger, whatever that is. Oh, and and when he says Toxic Avenger, of course they're panned in on aaron wearing a gas mask <laughs> i didn't notice oh, that, that that dust mask you yeah. didn't notice that i didn't oh, and i caught great. that editing i caught that editing i was like oh who's editing this who whoever's editing it also bullies aaron you you know so that's pretty amazing
1: uh, uh you know what i have to jump in here i know who edits this because i've read the zach bagans bible you know who edits it zach <laughs> He's the executive, pre- I could t- I'm turning to the page. We're going back into the Bible study. Oh. Holy,
0: holy, holy. oh that makes so much fucking sense.
1: Yeah. He does. Uh, okay. I've been doing, I've been on the road doing ghost adventures for seven years, nonstop. And then he repeats nonstop. It is an exhausting life on all (laughs) levels, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. (laughs) What a lot of people don't know is that I don't just host Ghost Adventures. I'm also the executive producer of the show. I make the creative decisions, and I'm in charge of all the other producers and editors when they're not on set. At home, I work every single day on the rough edit until it's perfect. He makes oh, sure God. that Aaron gets fucked in the edit. He's. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> dude. No, don't do. Listen, man. No, this don't
0: do it. <laughs> I just see him like sitting over and like looking over the shoulder of the editor. Yeah. Like micromanaging in like really unrealistic and unreasonable ways like remember that you ever seen that video of, of of uh george lucas like talking to the editors for like episode two or something and he's like oh like, uh could you just like like can we just like make there's make some more laser blasts and, <laughs> uh, and like bring 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 on uh, more guys yeah just just drag and drop them in And they're like, oh, okay. Just they all look so tired. I imagine that's exact same thing, except that uh, Zach is in his, like, old lady hat (laughs) and just, like, getting frustrated.
1: Why is it that my biceps are not looking as shiny in this? Can you put a little lens flare on my sweet biceps?
0: Zoom in. Enhance.
1: <laughs>
0: so, um, yeah.
1: Fucking all of the editing decisions, Zach Bagans has a hand in it, at least, which is really explains a lot going forward. I am now so... I am now looking for this shit ever since I read that. And that's why I went really hard into this episode, because I notice this all the time. Because...
0: Man, how did you miss the... the, the, the <laughs> direct shot of Aaron? It's like... It's so clearly an editing choice.
1: Well, so, it's because I was focused primarily on the the very limited interviews. We only have a couple. Oh,
0: my God. We
1: have uh, Rob and Laura Feinberg, which I think there was a couple choices made here. One i think zach bagans didn't want there to be much exposure for the husband and wife paranormal research team of new jersey because they oh. both were cropped <laughs> and shot in such a way that they're little uh like they're because it's it's um it's nj uh pr it's new jeremy paranormal research is where they're from and
0: new jeremy
1: yeah Wait, it could say Jersey. Now I'm thinking about it. it's probably said Jersey. <laughs> New
0: Jersey, probably. Where the hell's New Jeremy?
1: <laughs> I didn't catch that. Now that you That's said, just now a that...
0: shithole outside of New Jersey.
1: <laughs> it's even worse. It's where all the trash they can't fucking keep in New Jersey gets fucking sh- shunked off to.
0: Now I see why you call this the toilet room. That has got to have a load of dark
1: history i was watching a pretty low quality version of the show on a pirate website um so Mm. but yeah this husband and wife team the the framing of these shots really stood out to me the 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 husband i think rubs zach the wrong way and that's why this the framing happens because zach stunts (laughs) on the husband he's like you know uh we're getting locked down in there for the whole night do you think you'd do that and this this fucking kid, oh. this kid is like, you know, uh, part of me thinks like, yeah, I would love to do that. And you could just feel Zach being like, mm,
0: uh, mm. Uh, well, uh, the you know, uh, well, you clearly haven't done it. So I can see that you're wearing pretty nice clothes. What do you like a material kind of guy? Huh? So like, <laughs> you like Madonna. You like a lot of Madonna. <laughs>
1: Uh but I he he kinda backs <laughs> it up where he's like part of me would be kind of scared because, you know, it houses like the ghosts of insane people. And then Zach takes that moment and be like and again, he they cuts to the wide shot of them standing with each other, and Zach is full arms folded now to make sure that all of his biceps and pecs could be just mm. thrust in this boy's face. <laughs> as Swollen he's like, up. he's like, well, yeah, that's why we came here is because of the danger, okay? So we're here for the danger, which is why <laughs> we're not hesitating to get locked down. So fuck you, and that's why I think. Oh man. He framed the interview with that kid's wife, Laura. The framing of the husband is so interesting because the camera is positioned in such a way to make sure it makes Zach look larger than him. Oh. oh. And then when it cuts oh. over to Laura's interview, Laura or uh, Zach has her sitting, like, kind of facing to make sure that, like, they're locking eyes on this little bench. Oh, my God and it almost looks like they're creating a little heart and i just think that zach bagans got so turgid after this fucking boy was like yeah i'd love to stay in there that'd be you know really interesting as a paranormal researcher and
0: he thought i will have her yeah she will be mine
1: <laughs> oh yes she will be mine <laughs> That's that's a meta-narrative that I have. I feel like Zach Bagans just travels around the world and just seduces the local paranormal talent and then breaks their heart, crushing their spirit, which is why he is the only one left standing. All of these other people. Mm. You know what? NJPR, they're not online. I can't find them.
0: Oh, do you think? Ooh.
1: Yeah, I'm, th- I'm wow, thinking.
0: Wow! So another another uh, another uh, paranormal team gone extinct, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. And probably pretty soon after, Zach Bagans used his powerful alpha paranormal resource researcher sexual energy to seduce Laura and break up the power couple. <laughs>
0: I didn't notice this scene but I did notice when he was talking to the lady who's like all blurred out <laughs> do you remember this? He he's yeah. talking to this woman who's all blurred out and I I just want to bring that up because of the way he stands <laughs> because yeah. I couldn't give a shit what she was saying I, I didn't take it in all I could focus on was how his stance and it was like it starts with him with his arms folded yeah or no 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 he's got his arms on his hips he's got his arms on his hips mm-hmm. and he's like standing and he's looking he's got his arms out and then cuts back to them after you know creepy shots cuts back and he's he's got he's he's standing almost like that like Trump style where he's like leaning <laughs> forward yeah but Senton. his arms are sort of out in front of him yeah I mean, he's got his hands in his in fists and he's like looming. And it's like, it's, it's like, he's, you know, when you're like doing like a character creation and W and like a WWE game (laughs) and you're like, you're like flipping through the different poses. Yeah. It's like, those are the only ones he can do is like, like the undertaker, Kane, you know, just like these like looming, like muscle.
1: (laughs) It's, it's funny that you bring up uh, WWE because that's going to be our first wrestling reference. Uh, the second actually ah. comes directly after that because Zach goes on to say, describing like, you can't imagine the pain of being trapped in these people's minds. You know, something along those lines. <laughs> and it just made me yeah. think that Zach Bagans, he got inspired to go on this life path by Supernatural and Randy Orton's, theme music which do you remember the fucking like i hear voices in my head they call me <laughs> like i just feel like zach bagans before lockdown is just listening to randy orton's theme music he's like yeah oh. i hear voices too randy me too
0: oh yeah no there's definitely a lot of like kind of wwe feel yeah. in 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 all of these episodes, oh yeah, especially in Zach, he, he oh yeah,
1: <laughs> he basically cuts <laughs> promos.
0: No, he's in trouble. I hope he is does haunt here. Though so if he's here, he's got a rude awakening because I'm gonna call his ass out. And if he's here, I'm gonna throw him off this damn island.
1: So the the other thing I love about Blurry Woman, have you ever seen a worse job of hiding somebody's identity on television?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. It was pretty bad.
1: There's a Not only does the blur effect on that lady barely obscure anything, but they use her actual voice. It's the worst! Censor her voice! If she wants to like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put the monster voice on her. Yeah, she'd be a <laughs> back telling <and back> <laughs> you. He doesn't, I mean, Zach, does, Zach doesn't want anyone to have a deeper voice than him <laughs> on the show though, so.
1: They could do a baby voice like that <laughs> creepy demon that you encountered. Mm. Do you know where I can smoke a going You are too good at that. It's going to free it's freaking me out a bit. I don't like it.
0: 100%. <laughs> I got chills going down my spine, guys. Joel, rewind. Rewind.
1: Okay, so I remember. What really about fine.
0: the the? So so does the when they interview the oh, guy who oh, shot a
1: movie oh, there? Oh 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 duh duh! <laughs> I had like half a <laughs> bottle of the Snoop Dogg wine and I forgot oh. all of my things. So no, Chris we have to talk Nota about him.
0: Relay? Uh, yeah, Chris Notarile. Yeah, is. Notaryl. Okay, so I normally don't do any research, <laughs> but I did have to look this guy up on IMDb. Yeah, scrolling through his the movies he's directed is like cruising through the five dollar DVD bin at Blockbuster. <laughs> like, it was so it was so rough. Yeah. <laughs> they were all like 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 sequels that were like unofficial.
1: Oh my god! Like yeah.
0: another nightmare on Elm Street.
1: I just maybe I I do doubt Chris though, because I also looked up his IMDb, and I think yeah. I think Chris saw a a good chance to try and promote his movie.
0: Except that they didn't say the name of it. Oh no, they did. It's called it's it's they, called it's called Methodic. Oh, they did. In
1: the shot, in the shot that he uses, it says in the upper corner, it says oh. the footage courtesy of Methodic. So,
0: ah, mm. uh, okay, mm. see, mm, yeah, mm. well, uh. you know. you smell that? It smells really bad. That mm-hmm.
1: oh, smells
0: right here. Oh, it smells like, like horse yeah. But then he talks to these two old dudes who, like, Oh know, yes. What was their deal? They they're like maintenance people or like. Well, no.
1: So it's the assistant land management. <laughs> so I, I have to I have to pull back the veil for the audience here. I left my notepad of seven pages of notes that I took for this episode at home.
0: Um, oh <laughs> my god. Apologize. Sorry about that. I really apologize. Wait, <laughs> I have to double check. I
1: couldn't be that stupid, <laughs> could I? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i love
0: it i i, I took it. i
1: took seven pages of detailed notes i had everything written down and i
0: fucking forgot them at home you know what i'm kind of glad that you did because if if you had that this episode would be three hours long <laughs> Holy you want to look at it just to make sure yeah
1: well so okay we got those two guys we have that with it is the best facial hair game I have seen on this episode. It is the exact opposite of Michael Scoggins. These are expert facial oh, hair yes. craftsmen.
0: Oh yeah, well you get to a certain age mm-hmm. and it just starts growing in, real
1: thick. And these guys, they are old. One of them is a fire uh, fire chief, uh, or a fire like safety person on site, and the other is the assistant director. If I remember correctly, of the facility, which I'm not sure what much direction they need to do. Yeah, yeah, because it's
0: kind of like a condemned building in a lot of ways,
1: where a bunch of kids are going in and fucking, fucking,
0: (laughs) spray painting, (laughs) spray painting six
1: (laughs) six six but uh oh man but they're fucking they're great and i love them especially because the one with the mustache looks like he is Wilfred Brimley's his long lost cousin he's about to tell zach and crew about the dangers of mesoth- mesothelioma caused by asbestos does that mean i should throw my mask on too yeah, <laughs> yeah keep yourself we need somebody to talk attention if you were a loved one was diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to financial compensation.
0: There's a part where he's describing, like, he's like, yeah, I walked through this hallway and then I felt a, a real, a sudden blast of cold air <laughs> just, like, going by me. And Zach, Zach just goes, you know, that probably was spirit running <laughs> through you. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like no shit, Zach. I I honestly wonder how many times they've had to cut scenes of of Zach just like like explaining things. Oh like, my god!
1: Yeah. Like an
0: unexplained voice, huh? You know that was probably a ghost.
1: <laughs> that is a perfect transition into my favorite section of this oh, entire. Where they're, they're
0: walking underground. Yes.
1: This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on this show. So far. So far.
0: (sighs) All right, Joel, I want to know what this is.
1: Did you not pick up this fucking guy that they get to go show them through the tunnels, which I had his name written down? I am sorry, audience. I know he has a name but he is a local fire chief and I'm pretty sure he had to be there for the shoot to like sign off on it for being safe and he shows them through the tunnels and this fucking guy is no selling Zach so hard that it turns (laughs) Zach into like a fucking 60 year old man with his dialogue holy cow
0: Jim This already has a creepy feel. Yeah, these are the tunnels. These tunnels go for for miles, Yeah, this goes down until 11, yeah. (laughs) That's a medical bed, an old medical bed. This is an old one. Yeah, that's real old. When do you think this date's back? That's probably back in the 40s, 50s. 1940s. Yeah. He is not, he's not yes ending at all. No,
1: he is, he is shutting everything no. that Zach sets up. Even Zach's stupid joke of like, what is this? Like the black brick road? Because it, there's all these oh,
0: like. Oh, dude, I wrote that down. Zach coming out with the zinger. Cause so, so Zach sees the spray paint on the wall. It says death. And a fucking arrow pointing. And he's like, death? Huh, this way? And the guy's like, yeah, that's the way we're going. And he's like, oh, towards the death? Whoa, <laughs> all right. Whoa. And the guy's like, yeah, it says Satan over here. And then Zach's like, what? Oh, oh, so that's just perfect, huh? So we got Satan over here. We got death over here. Oh, man. And, then, and the guy's like, yep.
1: What is this? The black brick road, and the guy's like, ha, ha. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes. Huh, what is this? The black brick road, and and oh god, I can just feel the the like sigh of of Aaron and Nick filming <laughs> him say this, just like. Uh...
1: They bring this dude to the 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 morgue, and Zach Zach says the stupidest thing is like, "I'm not even gonna ask you, what are these for?"
0: <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Uh, for yeah. bodies," and he's like, "Huh, I guess I did just ask you what they're for."
1: Yeah, but like obviously, like Zach is trying to be like, <laughs> "This is the, my favorite part," because Zach this guy nose sells him so hard because Zach is trying to bait him into saying something creepy, and the guy's like yeah zach was like yeah what is this facility tell us tell what can you tell me about this and and the guy is just like ah well this is just an overflow facility when the you know this is where they would house them before they could get sent off to like a real borg or whatever and then zach is just like <laughs> zach is so upset that he's just like pulling out the fucking thing to just like kind of mess with it it's like
0: oh so then they just go like this huh oh and this is what they do what they do huh yep also during this whole scene aaron is the only one wearing a dust mask he's wearing a dust mask like the whole time they're in this place and no one else is oh. and then they come across a fucking asbestos sign it's like <laughs> serious asbestos everywhere and that's when like zach pulls his shirt up over his nose and he's like oh shit like what what?
1: That was us also such a trip being in 2021 and watching this and seeing that moment oh in the lockdown.
0: Oh yeah, we're in full. Yeah. The,
1: Cuz they <laughs> they go because we'll get to the lockdown, but just since we're talking about it, fucking there's a moment where Zach in they're going in the tunnels and Zach is putting on his mask because he's like it's dangerous down here and you can hear that Aaron has his mask on because he like you said whole oh, yeah. time has it on and then yeah, Nick and is like
0: Nick's like do I need to put on mine
1: <laughs> and Zach is just like oh no somebody's gonna talk ha 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 it's a joke and then it cuts and he's not wearing his fucking mask
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is something I did notice. <laughs> Oh. from the 2021
1: perspective i'm just like these motherfuckers
0: put on your mask <laughs> put on your mask yeah that that moment where where zach is like pulling his shirt up over his over his nose <laughs> uh, i've seen that far too many times of yeah. people being like oh i'm supposed to oh uh um, oh sorry uh yeah, this in line right? for chipotle or some shit <laughs> is this fine is this okay no ma'am you need to leave
1: Can I dip into the Bagans Bible study one more time? Because this is apropos. Oh, my
0: God. Hit it. Let's go. My God. Holy.
1: Dude. Because I was reading up about Aaron and Zach's relationship. And Aaron is Zach calls Aaron out for like two pages in this fucking book, which is really mean. The whole, like he says, he mentions how much he loves Aaron to death and stuff, but he also talks about all of Aaron's personal problems, which is great. And
0: he Oh my god! Does he mention Nick at all?
1: No. It's really weird. (sighs) It's Ooh, really weird. It. Oh
0: God, I love it. Ugh.
1: This whole this whole chapter is dedicated to talking about all the people he's worked with and all of his like close ghost adventure no crew. Nick way. is not mentioned. So, this Zack <laughs> Oh, Zach starts this paragraph off with Aaron is also the pickiest eater I've ever met, and his quirks about restaurants would boggle the mind of Sigmund Freud. He's a chain oh, smoker. Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah.
1: Like, Sigmund
0: Freud?
1: Aaron only gets dick-shaped food, so Zach is really on point with that reference. But
0: he's a hot dog boy.
1: Yeah, Aaron just sucked. No, but here's the thing. Aaron is a chain smoker, yet he eats healthier than an overly paranoid fitness model, which I don't understand because there's 7,000 toxins in a single cigarette. Low-key calling out Aaron when he
0: thousand toxins yeah
1: when we're on location find
0: that what
1: (laughs) here's the funny thing though because we've talked about aaron's vest of many pockets and here's a little bit of an explanation Mm. when we are on location filming he brings an entire backpack from home loaded with non-gmo nuts and all organic fruit snacks (laughs) <laughs> and it, it just goes on to talk about how, like, Aaron is so health conscious about everything except for smoking cigarettes, which explains why Aaron is the only person who's smart enough to keep his fucking mask
0: on. Oh, because he knows that he's he's pr- predisposed to already get his lungs fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh also, my God. like, man, I looked up, like, Ghost Adventures or whatever, like, recently, and, mm-hmm. like, Aaron's a straight up zaddy now
1: Oh dude, like, he is hot as he fuck. He
0: aged so well, like he's like he he like lost a bunch of weight and just like got all beefy mm-hmm. and like somehow the like bald with a beard like works later in life really well
1: Oh yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's straight up, he went from like cuddly fun boy to like pound me harder daddy <laughs>
0: straight up dom bear yeah dom bear daddy
1: which apparently uh you will be fucked in his room surrounded by a bunch of transformers toys as zach calls out aaron later in that wow. chapter
0: whatever for... zach aged twink <laughs> dude, dude, running, running, dude what i don't know why just right before the lockdown starts Zach hits us with a really good one because he looks at the wall and he sees 666 on the wall (laughs) and he goes, and he goes, he goes, huh, another visual metaphor before we get locked in here. And I'm like, do you know what a metaphor is?
1: (laughs) Well, so I did, I did do a little bit of research on Zach, as I always do. Again, seven pages of notes that I forgot at home. So he... He never gra- He graduated high school, and that's the last bit of education that he has. And I'm pretty sure that anything else that he has learned since then has been from, like, Zack Snyder films and the WWF. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Which is probably the meanest thing yeah. that I've ever said about Zack Bagans. To be
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a slap, Bill. That's, that's a hard slap. With that
1: hardcore burn against Zack Bagans, let's get in. To the lockdown of abandoned psychiatric hospital or whatever the fuck they called it because they couldn't call it by the real name
0: this is how ghost adventures crew gets locked down i can't wait to get locked in here i'm just pumped you guys pumped yeah. let's go get this started i'm nervous and then and then immediately zach punches nick in the <laughs> And it is like, one of the most (laughs) fucking, it's just like, absolutely delicious scene of him like, do you have, he's like, do you have your mask on? And he just goes, and just like shoves his fingers in Nick's eyes in the dark and Nick's like. Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> he's like, this is the first time I've ever cried on this show.
1: It, I love that because again, I think about Zach Bagan's editing, and they do the cutaway to the commercial beforehand, where it shows that scene of Zach of Nick being oh, like, "Oh yeah, yeah," where he's like, "This is the first time I've <laughs> cried on, on on a lockdown," and it's not because of yeah. anything that happens, which Nick has plenty to cry about, but it's just because Zach pokes him in the fucking eye.
0: That shit pulled me in. <laughs> Pulled me in. I was like, oh my god, Nick's gonna cry? Are you okay? Shortly after that, they get their first, like, they they like start walking down the hall and get their first, like, spooky moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, uh, you know, asking their questions. Nick starts like going off where he's like. Are you angry? Do you feel sad? Do you feel sad? And he goes, he's like, uh, Zach, do you feel sad? I feel really sad. And it's like this, like, really tender moment where he's like, I- I'm feeling sad. If Zach had just pulled him in for a hug at that point, <laughs> things could have been different, I think.
1: It is... Like, they go on to talk about... Zach has us a line about saying, like, you know, when we talk about our emotions, we, we like to open up our emotions <gasps> because it's like we're oozing energy for the ghosts. Yeah,
0: they they latch onto it and they can use your emotions.
1: And so when they're starting this lockdown, with that thought in mind, I feel like there's a lot of open honesty that they were not intending because Zach starts the the questioning of this nurse that precedes this by saying like um i need help i need i need a lot of, i need i need a lot of help and it has it doesn't have that like bullying lilt that zach usually <laughs> yeah. uses. it has like a lot of yeah. honestly like
0: i need a lot of help i need a lot of mental health he's like he's like oh man i finally get to speak to a nurse <laughs>
1: Like you said earlier, this episode's tough because it just starts going and it doesn't it's fucking nonstop. stop.
0: So immediately they get EVP. That's not even an EVP. Like you hear it like loud as day, you know, like right there like right there next to them a voice is just like like a woman's voice and they're all like oh fuck oh shit the second time it talks it cuts to Aaron and he goes oh dude oh no and they're like shush shush Aaron
1: shut up and he, no <laughs> he's he, usual he the, my, he does it's my favorite because it cuts to wide-eyed terrified Aaron and he goes
0: oh. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Zach, Zach's like Zach's like he's, you know, doing his normal shit where he's like, uh, you know, push me. Hurt me. Um, come punch me in the face. And then he goes and he goes, I like that. <laughs> and the minute he says I like that, that's when you hear a woman's voice crystal clear, just go, Hello. And it straight up sounds exactly like that clip of Melania Trump. <laughs> that, like Vic Berger uses all the time where she's like hello it's, it's like exactly go back and watch it it is exactly Melania Trump
1: so what you're saying is the Trumps were uh, practicing astral projection and maybe were projecting themselves into New Jersey as as Melania yeah, I Trump think Melania
0: is a fucking ghost
1: they keep the uh, the clip of Zach Bagan saying I like it when they replay it so you get to hear it about seven I times i like that i like that yeah i like that i like that
0: punch me i like that i like that i like that punch me why don't you like me did someone distract me
1: And the the thing is, it's like Zach ruins it immediately afterwards, because he gets they get they get, they get him wrapped up in a fucking straight jacket. oh my
0: God, it is just it's like a, uh, clearly his idea. Yeah, Where he's like, dude, you want? I want to look like super hardcore. I want to look like <laughs> straight out of like my favorite like album art, and he's just like. Help! You've got to help me. I'm uh, help me, nurse.
1: He he listened to uh that one fucking Metallica song where it's like dee by day. that's actually <every> Metallica song <laughs> shit. I didn't do a good job. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Zach Bagans very problematically thinks that he understands the plight of the mentally ill because he gets he willingly oh. gets put in the straight jacket for like two minutes, and he's like, I feel like I'm right. a crazy guy. I just feel like I'm getting a little silly. The
0: The Dark Knight hadn't come out at this point, right? <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't <laughs> know.
0: I feel like there would have been some references because I imagine he really, really likes the Joker. I bet you, his favorite Joker though, is Jared Leto. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You know he he thought like he thought when he saw that damaged tattoo (laughs) on the forehead. He was like, oh, that sound that would be so rad.
1: Oh Oh, my God! If I could
0: just oh I just like. Show everyone that I'm not a material girl. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we are. This. I love that so far in this episode, we started uh, by acknowledging that we feel like we're maybe making a bit too much fun of Zach,
0: <laughs> And now we're just tearing his ass apart. Savage. That's because that is the name of the game. Here we go. Come <laughs> oh at God. us, Zach! Come and get us. It's like we're going in for the attack.
1: So he's in his stupid straight jacket. And I feel like so the, the evidence slows down after that. Like the nurse goes away. And I feel like strategically if you're actually thinking about trying to get ghosts to come to you and you think it's a nurse don't put on a straight jacket that means you're fucking that means you're handled that means she can walk away if you want somebody <laughs> if you want a, a ghost nurse to pay attention to you you should probably bite Aaron on the face and then shit your pants then they'll uh. become <laughs>
0: oh man and i'm sure that happens eventually in one of these episodes, right?
1: Then they go down into the tunnels. We establish them. <laughs>
0: oh, yes.
1: We establish this. And this is the best. I think this is the best like sequence of spooky events that we've seen so far in the show. This is like the this is fucking a level shit. And I love it.
0: Are we talking about the hand?
1: We are talking about the hand. Did
0: you just, just
1: grab the hand, dude? What? Did you? just You what? What a hand that
0: just came right over there, dude! What? It was a hand. Get the out of here! You came over there, yeah. On. So I I don't know how I feel about this because it's it's so he they're all filming they're all filming each other in a line right yeah. so like Aaron's in the back, Nick's in the middle. Uh, Zach's in front because he's alpha and (laughs) he is like filming and he sees his, so he he gets a shadow cast from the like, whatever night vision light from Nick. Yeah. And, and like behind him is, comes like a hand just like popping out from behind him. It is like clawing motion.
1: In, like, a very, like, haunted house moment where it's like, bleh, going to get you, bleh.
0: Yeah, oh, oh, it is, like, the most cliche haunted house shit ever. But also, the, the, like, spooky shit about it is that, like, you don't see that in his shadow in the other footage. You only see it in his footage. Which, I'm like, hmm, hang on. If it can only exist in one piece of footage of the same thing then like is it an a- like what the fuck what does that mean
1: i know it's it's so interesting
0: or is that me is that me being too science-minded and being too 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 <laughs> too too limited
1: ghosts don't perform
0: on command <laughs> it's it's
1: one of those things because it's like the sequence of events this is, my, this is my favorite sequence of events, because Zack's walking, you see an orb, he gets hit in the arm by an orb, and you see him, like, clutch oh, yeah. his arm, and that's when the spooky yeah. hand comes out.
0: Yes. It was pretty crazy timing.
1: The sequence of events after that is Zack freaks out. Oh, Joel,
0: no. This is my favorite part of the entire episode, because Zack alphas the fuck out. He starts having a tantrum. He goes, did you just, oh, did you just do an arm? Did you just touch my arm? And he goes, what? And he just immediately runs into the darkness and kicks a box. Yeah, he
1: just starts fucking raging.
0: Like like frat boy bullshit. Like kicks a bu- fuck you. Yeah. Don't try to scare me and kicks a bunch of shit. And then and then the best the best thing
1: that happens after that is Nick sees like right as Zach is going into his rage, Nick like very pretty calmly goes like to Aaron like go in. And then Aaron is just like
0: go in. F- you, go in. Yeah yeah no like Zach's in there having a fucking meltdown and kicking boxes. I don't want to get kicked.
1: <laughs> Aaron Goodwin, this is the first time he's ever really, in a moment, truly stood up for himself, because he actually s- tells Nick <laughs> to, like, fuck off. No! <laughs> no, I'm not gonna! Oh, no, no! no. <laughs> fuck you, you go! You go. And, <laughs> and they, they analyze the footage, because you don't see it live on any other camera. You only right. see it in Zack's camera and then Zack saw it with his eyes but the other boys didn't see it with their eyes. Right. That's really weird. Yeah,
0: and like and that shit that doesn't make like that doesn't make uh like like sense. <laughs> um it doesn't make sense to me as far as like the usual capturing of ghost evidence. I have a feeling it was a plant. A plant? It's a planted clip. <gasps> Ooh. I have a feeling it's a planted clip because he complains to Nick behind him of being touched. Yeah. Right? He's like, did you just touch my arm? Like, oh! And then he sort of changes his story to be like, I saw an arm. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Suddenly, there's, like, this clip of him, his, like, shadow with an arm coming out, you know? And it not showing up in any other footage. And they just get really, uh, non, uh, (laughs) scientific (laughs) about it. I sound like such a fucking dickhead right now that I'm, like, talking about the science of this. But it, it, it just... It's a little too good to be true for me.
1: Yeah, I I can dig that. It it definitely looks like somebody like doing shadow puppets. Like
0: Yeah, and like usually like ghost shit isn't that crisp. It doesn't it's it's doesn't like it there's something amorphous about it. There's something like like blending about it, like where it sort of like comes into existence and disappears again. Yeah. This is like Oh, it's a hand. Well,
1: so I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm going to tip my fedora here in favor of Zach. And in an episode, well, actually, nope, never mind. My fedora remains untipped.
0: Uh oh. D tipped. Untipped. <laughs> tip revoked.
1: The tip has been revoked, milady. <laughs> my katana is back in its sheath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh.
1: they they eventually they uh get to the morgue and Zach in a brilliant alpha move on camera shames Nick into going in there because Nick is like oh yeah maybe we should investigate this place we should probably like you know so maybe should go in there or something and then Zach is like yeah why yeah. are you gonna go in there <laughs> and then Nick is just like <laughs>
0: yeah Shit. Like, well,
1: um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, okay.
1: I guess I have to.
0: Oh, oh yeah, no. It made me. It. I had like. I felt very uncomfortable for me <laughs> in this moment, but also like. Isn't isn't a morgue fridge like airtight?
1: So. I would think so it's not exactly the best idea and this is definitely one of those like bro moments where some bros almost get their other bro fucking killed
0: on tape (laughs) yeah they didn't
1: think to see if that fucking thing is oh can you can open it from the inside which of course you can't right because it's a fucking morgue freezer why would you be able to open it from the inside very bad very bad very bad They get, I would say, like, 70% of the EVPs that I've ever seen on ghost shows are, like, little girl-sounding sounds.
0: Who's in here with us right now? Are you a girl? Because you sound, we heard a girl. Are you a girl? Can you give us a tap for yes?
1: What's the over-under of that just being fucking cats meowing?
0: Or or someone's stomach going, There's so many things that could make that, like,
1: because, like, I've... I... have
0: know, I can smoke a cigarette.
1: <laughs> oh, God. That's... If we ever go on a ghost hunt and we get a creepy baby talk voice, I am going to be very scared. They don't ever consider that it's a cat because Zach Bagans says the creepiest delivery of a line I've ever heard him say. Because uh, he he he, like, says to Aaron in almost a low growl, like, I think I heard a female.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, but meanwhile, what you really know is happening is it's clearly just Nick self soothing by singing to himself. <laughs> They're just picking up the sound of Nick way down the hall. Just. You guys. <laughs>
1: So Nick is self-soothing by singing some share, and they pick that up on camera. And then Zach Bagans gets on the hunt for a female. Ew.
0: Oh yeah, so he's like, he's like, is this your bed? Is this your bed right no, here? You're doing and he, it. Like, gets. You're
1: doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong because he he switches to his, pandering like daddy voice where he's like um is this your bed sweetie like he's like (laughs) that's right that's
0: right that's right because he can't stop white knighting for these fucking dead women
1: i heard a female didn't you
0: this is where we're hearing all the noises from is this your bed is this where you sleep i'm gonna try and lure her by putting myself in the environment you want to explain yourself grab that towel right there please wrap it around yourself and please sit in that stool he's like hey um am i standing on your bed right now is that what i'm doing do you not like that
1: that's my favorite part is that he is using the shitty talk town voice of every like bro that ever read the pickup artist trying to make the women feel smaller than him by like talking down to them. And then he's also yeah. just being like, am I in your bed? Do you want to do something about it? Huh?
0: Sweetie? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. Am I in your secret place, honey?
1: Gross, Zach. Gross.
0: Don't like it. <laughs> That's right. Come and touch me over here. I can feel you. So they, they, then they get on the the they they like get on the the walkie and they're trying to contact Nick. Meanwhile, Nick has been like they keep cutting back to Nick and he's dealing with like an existential crisis inside <laughs> this morgue fridge. Which, like, there there can't be very much air. And there's, like, sounds happening outside of the fridge. Which, fucking God, like, this shit made me think of, of like, every horror video game where you, like, hide in a closet. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And, like, the thing goes by. You know, and you're like, oh, my God, fucking something's out there. And he can't get out. He starts kicking the door. And they can't fucking hear that shit. Yeah, and then they're like, they hop on the mic and are uh, the 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 little walkies, and they like, and of course they've like lost connection for some reason, <laughs> um, and it just it's just in it's such an like an intense crescendo to this episode.
1: That is that's like my worst nightmare.
0: Oh yeah, oh so claustrophobic. Being in a fucking morgue freezer in an old, abandoned, insane asylum, it's truly like one of the worst places to die.
1: Uh huh. And also, you have to, you have to like wrestle with the fact that you're also probably where a bunch of juggalos have fucked.
0: (laughs) Is that the worst part about it?
1: I think, like, if I'm in there and I see all the spray paint on the inside, I, there's got to be at least one hatchet man in there, and you know that some down ass <laughs> fucking whoop whoop oh. juggalos have been fucking in death, that morgue.
0: Satan, a hatchet man? Huh, I like where this is going. <laughs> whoop
1: <Whoop-whoop>, whoop, MCL.
0: <laughs> New Jersey, Sopranos, family. I get the connection.
1: Dark Death, Dark carnival. Whoop whoop.
0: <laughs> whoop whoop <laughs> magic everywhere in this bitch. So 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 they go on like a wild chase to find Nick because they've they don't know where he is. They've like forgotten where he is. Which man that's easy. You just put down like an X of gaff tape. Yeah Aaron dropped the ball on this. It's clearly Aaron's fault. He has the gaff tape.
1: Yeah, but his He didn't he'd...
0: mark the path.
1: He doesn't have gaff take on, as we just learned, his pockets are only filled with organic oh, snacks. Oh,
0: well, whatever, whatever, fucking Hansel and Gretel. He could have just, like, done crumbs. <laughs> he could have done a crumb trail.
1: But No, then he's just like, these nuts cost, like, $7 a bag. <laughs> yeah,
0: 7 He could have done a, a crumb trail of, of, of like... Super expensive nuts from Whole Foods.
1: <laughs> that Zach suggested that, and in the deleted scene, and Aaron was like, "Bro, come on."
0: No, dude,
1: I need these.
0: That's really expensive.
1: <laughs> you still haven't paid me for any of my work, dude. But eventually, they they get to Nick. They they release him, and Zach is pretty cold. I gotta say, yeah.
0: He's like picking up on how actually uncomfortable Nick is, yeah. and like knows that he can't make a joke about it, but yeah. also doesn't want to like give him any.
1: Yeah, the he, he Zach doesn't barely says anything when he pulls Nick out, and Nick is like, "That was the <laughs> worst experience of my life." And Aaron was like, "Dude, like we were upstairs and like the doors were locked. Like what? We the got fuck?
0: locked out. We couldn't <laughs> find you." <laughs> you Yules <was laughs> died. <laughs> I
1: mean, meanwhile Zach still not saying anything, fucking just instead of like helping Nick down off the thing, just pulls the fucking other one out and just grabs the camera and gear.
0: Yes. <laughs> and yeah, though no, there there was something that was cut from that fucking interaction. I feel like Nick came out of that thing full on crying. <laughs>
1: There was another moment where Nick was like, this is the first thing, this is the first time I've cried on uh, in a, on a lockdown, but it was way, way more real than just getting poked in the eye. Which, speaking of getting poked in the eye, then Nick gets fucking slapped by a ghost? Two episodes a slapped row of ghost slapping?
0: And it's like, not even like, I don't think they, they, they see a fucking like, you know, orb
1: kind a
0: ricochet around his face. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, you guys, does there look like... like I feel like a stinging on my face.
1: And we, again, we don't see any, like, build-up to that. We don't see any... And he doesn't react. It's not like when Aaron got fucking punched in the eye by slag.
0: No, Nick got slightly slapped by a nurse. Who was <laughs> like, get out of here. You need to leave.
1: Or that was the cut scene and, <laughs> like... This is fucking Nick said something really harsh to Zach. And so Zach slapped him. Zach then...
0: slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> you shut the fuck up, you bitch.
1: They, they fucking like get in a fight. And Aaron's like, dude, no. And then they cut. They cut that oh! out. And then... <laughs> and
0: Aaron, makes Zach... the, Aaron makes the Aaron noise. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop fighting. Oh, my God.
1: And then that's what they cut out. And then Zach's like, well, we might as well use it. You got hit by a ghost. Go for it. That's your scene.
0: Stop crying.
1: (laughs) I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. And then they cut to Zach presenting...
0: Oh yeah, to the guy, to the expert in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, the expert in Phoenix, and you can tell that it's in Phoenix and not in Las Vegas because Zach is not wearing Vegas Zach hat.
0: He's not wearing his fucking hat. I took that down as a goddamn note because I was so disappointed. But also, also it makes sense because right, like it's not Vegas and it's not Reno. They're in Phoenix.
1: He is not on his and home he's turf. Like, you know
0: what? i'm not gonna wear my grandma hat i'm not interested i not i don't need to look that great
1: he can let his hair down a little bit because it's like who's this guy in phoenix arizona who cares about phoenix he's just wearing a basic ass baseball cap because he doesn't he doesn't have that much respect for this boy and this guy just basically just tells zach everything that zach wants to hear like the whole time he's just like oh yeah that shadow thing pretty spooky (laughs) It's like, all right.
0: Also, this dude, this dude that they're talking to looks like he cuts his own hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: he does. What I thought is he looks like he plays clarinet in a local smooth jazz quartet. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I mean, as far as everything goes, like, this is a hard episode for me to rate because the evidence is interesting, but suspect, as you mentioned.
0: And sure, but like it's non-stop. Yeah. It's rapid fire.
1: And like they seem more defeated at the end of this lockdown than I've seen so far on this show.
0: Oh yeah. The, and tired. And like worn out. Especially Nick.
1: Yeah, Nick, I mean, the fact that Nick took so many so long to uh oh wait. Wait. Before we wrap up. I have to call attention to this, Zach. What? Zach's disrespect to Aaron Goodwin knows no bounds. Because oh no, he, of course. Because what? When, what? happened? When Zach goes to the the fucking uh, the 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 smooth smooth jazz playing clarinet basement dwelling haircutting himself boy, uh, he says, "Me and Nick." You know, he's my partner in crime. <laughs> We've been doing investigations oh together for a while now. And he's he's like, he's going off about Nick. No mention of Aaron.
0: Man, that spices up the non-talking about Nick in the book.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude. So hard. So hard. Much. So, hard. What, so much. What the fuck could have happened that i don't oh, understand we'll find
0: out we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out giving good information the plot thickens
1: it is time to challenge zach bagans to come fight us in the dark
0: in the dark
1: in the fucking dark
0: <laughs> this is very dangerous guys. it's like we're going into for the attack i'll be ready to perform an exorcism show me your power you guys are playing with
1: fire, Eric. Do you want to say yours you? first? Or are you ready to go?
0: Okay, I'm. I'm ready to go. I actually had a hard time with this one. Um, so I I started by thinking like, oh, maybe we could like duke it out in a locked, airtight morgue freezer. <laughs> you know, see so who passes out first. No. Uh maybe we could fight while wearing straight jackets. <laughs> eh, pretty basic. But um after seeing how Zach gets when he gets when he feels threatened. Yeah. Um I think that my stipulation is that anytime we land a blow <laughs> on each other or even touch each other during this fight we have to go and kick a box <laughs> angrily yep. with full rage.
1: <laughs> anytime, anytime any of either of us, uh, like just gets scared or gets hurt. We just like flip out.
0: <laughs> we, we have to kick a box and there's only one box in the room. <laughs> so, so it's a lot of like run up, slap the other <laughs> runs over, kicks the box, runs back, slap, Run over, kick the box.
1: Yours just pairs really well with mine because I want to fight in the catacombs of an insane asylum where we have to get to that box, but we have no idea how to get there. So we're just in the dark trying to fucking oh. get to each other <laughs> in the catacombs. It's like running through. Because wow. I think that would be spooky as this hell. This is some
0: like minotaur shit. This is... uh yeah this would be real scary
1: which fits really well with zach bagans mentioned of how walking through those catacombs made him feel like a medieval monster we would be the minotaur and zach bagans would be our prey in the labyrinth of whatever insane asylum we could afford to go film in
0: i don't know as far as i go and my strength goes zach bagans is clearly the minotaur (laughs) And I am like a sad whelp in a fucking like loincloth with a, like a sling (laughs) and obviously a box to kick.
1: Uh, Yeah. So we depend, we will see by the time this fight actually happens, we will see who is the Minotaur and who is, the minotaur's prey i don't know what my
0: minatee yeah <laughs> the, the minotaur and the minatee who's
1: the minotaur and who is the manatee <laughs> we're just
0: yeah i well boy with that definitely me i am a manatee <laughs> a thousand percent dance floor show yourself
1: uh, this was fun I enjoyed this. this that
0: was that was a good one it was a very intense episode a little too much of an episode in my opinion but uh you know I'm I'm excited for the next one we've got only two more in the season yeah and, uh, and uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna top this
1: join us next time on come fight me in the dark as they go to the edinburgh vaults zach bagans is going to have to sack up and face his fear of flying feeling like ed norton in fight club as he has to he <laughs> has <laughs> he has to fly across the ocean to scotland and see what happens there eric thanks for Whoa. joining me thanks for joining me
0: hey thank you joel i i i love
1: you Do you feel sad? (laughs)
0: Hey, Zoe! (laughs) Uh, You know, if you were here, I would hold you as you felt sad. Because I am not a monster.
1: Well, I I hope that someday soon I can hold you in the dark. I love you.
0: (laughs) Come hold me in the
1: dark. All right, bye. That's a weird way to end. Bye! Bye, Joel! All right, all you witches and warlocks. Thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, please follow us on Twitter at CFMITD. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron to aaron spelled a-a-r-o-n is a bottom biatch b-i-a-t-c-h at gmail.com find us on podbean and apple podcasts and spotify please leave us a review like us give us some five stars it helps promote the show if you want to share it around show your friends we would really appreciate it thanks we love you have a good night